What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. This week, uh, the topic is try to think like a toddler. And I know that sounds a little bit uh, counterintuitive, but trust me, there's a point to it. Uh, we had a topic for the show, and I'll give you the down and dirty version. It was shut up. Uh, but we're going to cover that next week. So, you know, just get, get your mind right for why it's important to shut up. But this week, we're talking about thinking about a toddler and uh, a little more specifically, like, really don't let the world tell you what you can and can't do. So I know we've kind of touched on this a little bit before, but there was a Facebook post that got my brain spinning. And so the week's topic changed to this and you're going to love it. I hope. Yeah, you will. Just say you love it. You guys love it. All right, here we go. Enjoy the show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Discovery. Go and drive Hey, here we go. Here we go. Beach to it. Guess what? What? We are not live this week. Oh. We are a live, but we're not live. <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because we spent the day at a water park instead. Oh, that's right. Hashtag balance. That's uh, right. <laughs> that's a conscious decision. It had nothing yep. to do with balance. Like, we wanted to go play. Yep. So we did. Yep. Um, so we had a topic for this week all sorted out. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was a good one. And it was really kind of a, a pseudo continuation to last week's topic. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> weird genesis moment for the thought process behind it. But uh, <laughs> we're going to save it. Yes. But essentially, the messaging was going to be shut your mouth. Let's just put that out there. Mm -hmm. So tune in next time right, to learn around. more about shutting, <laughs> shutting your mouth. Your mouth. <laughs> uh, but this week, instead, what we're talking about, there was a, a Facebook post from a colleague of mine named Maureen O'Neill, mm -hmm. who actually has uh, her own podcast called Two Pancakes of Wisdom, which <laughs> is a dope title. It is. Uh, so if you haven't checked that out, please check it out. In fact, the link to her iTunes is going to be in the description of this episode. So please give that a look. But she was talking about her daughter. I guess she'd taken her to a playground. Mm -hmm. And she asked the question, like, just flippantly asked the question, like, why is the drainage ditch so much more exciting than the new playground? <laughs> and I kind of, like, paused my knee jerk to, like, have whatever right. smart-ass, cynical right. comment, something. you know, something funny back. And I, I gave, like, half a moment's pause, and I was like, I think I have this figured out. Mm -hmm. And so, so here's essentially what my comment back was, was like, I think I have it figured out. It's because the playground has like established rules. Right. It's got functionality. It's got parts and purpose and things you're supposed to do. And I kind of tied in like, it's kind of like the cardboard box, the brand new toy came in. Right. Like they play with that way more than they play with <laughs> right. the toy. You check out the toy and then the box and is it's, on front street. Right. And it's for the same reason though, because the toy, whatever it is, gaming console, doesn't matter what it's like, it has a purpose, a defined purpose, right. what it is. That ditch and that box can be whatever you want. Anything. Like that ditch could be, I think in the post I said like, it's a tunnel in an ancient pyramid and you're going to find treasure. Right. Or the box is a race car or a spaceship or Santa's sleigh or, you know, whatever. Right. Anything. And then... So we were talking about that a little bit mm -hmm. and then had a few conversations with the boy yeah. and it just kind of brought about this idea like, man, like think, I don't know. I, I, I might name the episode this actually think like a toddler. Yeah. Like, think, like, cause <laughs> think about it when you're a kid mm -hmm. and you see a drainage ditch, right? 
You it's, don't see a drainage ditch. No. Shit. You don't see any of the, you know, what your parents are going to say is it's dangerous, it's dirty, it's whatever. You're like, oh, <laughs> something magical and wonderful. You're like, get out of there, there's mud. You're like, Indiana Jones never came out clean, dude. <laughs> right. This is part of the process. <laughs> right. Um, but you don't, you're like you're saying, you don't see the world's construct of what it is. Right. You see it as whatever you want it to be. Right. Right. And I think, you know, we've touched on this kind of idea a little bit in the past because it ties into so many things. But like the world, unfortunately, a little bit by design (laughs) tells you, no, you can't about just about fucking everything you want to (laughs) do. I mean, for real, like in this in the last week, right Mm -hmm. in the last week. Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk go to space. Right. And NASA's like, yeah, but you're not astronauts. Bitch, what else do I have to do? <laughs> I went to space in a spaceship. What do you mean? Right. What do you mean I'm not an astronaut? The world's still telling them, no, you can't. Right. You know? Right. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> they built their own rocket and went right. to space. Right. Um, but it's like, you know, that's such a great metaphor because, like, someone probably told them can't yes. about something. Right. But they were like, you know what? Not only is this cardboard box when I'm six my spaceship, but watch, ho, I'm going to build a real one. (laughs) Because they didn't listen to the world's nonsense about can't. And they didn't listen to their own nonsense about can't either. Because you start hearing it from the world, and I think that's what puts that initial idea in your head is like, oh, well... My parents told me no, my teacher told me no, my friend told me no, so I must not be able to do it. Right. Oh, <laughs> and, but here's the deal. And like you said, like if, if mom and dad, if grandma, grandpa, teachers, if all the authority figures in your life right. are saying you can't, then yeah, you're going to inculcate that into your own internal monologue and try and drown that shit out. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's right. the thing that you hear when you wake up. It's the thing you hear as you're going to sleep. It is your constant record playing in your head telling you, What's possible. Right. And the, the crazy thing is, is it even in stuff that's happening in your life, you're still saying, I'm not that thing. So if, if you write a blog every day or you, you know, make music or you do whatever, but you haven't accepted yourself. Right. That as that thing, you still tell people, oh, no, I'm not a writer. I'm not there yet. Oh, no, I'm not a musician. Like, yes, you are. If you're creating it and, and you're putting it out, even if it's to your spouse or to your kids or what, you're doing it. Now, there is a level of it, because I do it. There's a level of, like, I'm not there yet. Right. That is important. It keeps yes. you driven. It keeps <laughs> right. you humble. Um, right. And it's your own, like, internal checks and balances of, like, Keep pushing. Yes, yes. But, and the accountability when you decide to work with someone, you know, and you get... Or, looking for feedback on how can I make this better? How can I grow? How can I improve? But just because you're at the beginning of something or you're somewhere in the middle of something doesn't mean that you can't say to yourself, no, I am a writer. Right. No, I am a speaker. I am whatever. And and it really starts with that, like, you know, going back to the thought of like, look at it as a toddler, like anything, any endeavor you set out to do. Right. It, it looks massive. Right. It looks insurmountable. Right. And so because of the stupid nonsense of the world, you go to that knee-jerk can't. But, like, if you look at it as a toddler, mm-hmm. there's no can't in a no. toddler's vernacular. No. It doesn't. It does not exist. Right. Like, you can't have goldfish. Son, I'm getting goldfish. Right, Like, exactly. we know this is happening. I mean, one of the first phrases that came out of all our kids' mouths were, no, I do. 
I do. Right. Because they wanted to do it. Even if I knew. <laughs> oh, you know those little going... chubby fingers ain't tying shoes. <laughs> yeah, Not happening. Right. Right. But they're still committed to giving it their best shot. And what's funny, so I, talking to our oldest about this topic yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and you'll remember this exact moment in time. <laughs> We were traveling, we were PCSing, Mm -hmm. and he was our only kiddo at the time. Right. And we were moving from Washington State to Georgia. Right. Long trip. Right. (laughs) And it was like stop three. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget it. He's wearing little red swishy pants, no (laughs) t-shirt. And he has the hotel room's ice bucket Mm -hmm. on top of his head. Right. And with the most confidence I've ever heard anyone speak with in his, in, in, in anywhere. Right. This child goes, me robot. (laughs) <laughs> and i'm like what's that we're what? both like what'd you say what? buddy He's like me robot me robot and he believed to his little human bones right. that he was a robot he was a there robot. was nothing you could tell him in that moment right. to dissuade him from the fact that right now i'm a robot <laughs> exactly and like you know not that he's turned into a cyborg sense but he has maintained that level yes. of like sure i can because we've we saw it we knew it was important we right. cultivated it in all our kids but Man, humans need that shit too, man. Yes. <laughs> like, you need to believe to your bones yes. you are this thing. Don't let anything... He, oh, he had an ice bucket. Right. <laughs> hey, that's enough. It's right. a good start, man. I'm a robot. Exactly. I can build from this bucket. <laughs> well, the other example that comes to my mind is like, you know, in in church or in school when the kids put on whatever performance. And there you can always see the few kids up there who are like, no. I really am a performer. Right. Watch me. You know? I am Swain Oak number two in the background. Exactly. And they are putting their full heart into every lyric, every dance move, every spoken word that comes out of their mouth, and they are loving it. And when they come off that stage, the glow and the excitement of, did you see me up there? I was in the spotlight. Right. And so I think another thing that is kind of important, and it really does tie into last week's topic a little bit, is, you know, again, he has not since become a robot. <laughs> but in that moment, and I think that moment maybe lasted seven and a half whole minutes. Right. <laughs> we're like, sounds good, man. Can you do beat bops? Can you, you know, can right. you do robot dance? Can you? Right. And we played it up. We yeah. encouraged him, like, let's see the robot, let's dude. Let's see it, yeah. And, and he had a great time. Yeah. And even though he didn't ultimately become a robot, Right. We didn't kill his dreams. We right. didn't destroy his joy. Right. Right. We encouraged him to s- explore what it would be like if he were really a robot. And so I want to, we'll bring it back to like our actual real world today. Right. And it's something that I was talking to the robot with yesterday <laughs> about uh, is that, you know, a little over a year ago, mm-hmm. I was doing something that I wasn't wild about. Right. Making more money than we'd ever made in our lives. Right. And and here's what's wild, okay? Like, if we really want to break down, like, how this all shook out, mm-hmm. if I if I want to say it as plainly as possible, I walked away from that and I made some shit up. <laughs> I, I made it up. Right. I mean, for the, you know, years of experience, coaching, training, mentoring, yes. all that yes. stuff that has qualified me to be able to exactly. do what I do today. Exactly. But I, there's no business model for this. No. There's no, like... Here's how you become a coach and a podcast right. host. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, there's cl- courses out there, but we didn't have the money to spend on those. Right. <laughs> and and I just I remember when we started, it was like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Like that's me, robot man. Right. Like. <laughs> right. And and it, it's true. Like you were talking about a little bit earlier, 
if you can't tell yourself that thing, you'll never be that thing. Right. And I remember it was probably maybe a month and a half in. Mm-hmm. And you and I had a few conversations, but it was like I had to start owning the fact yes. that this is who I was now. Right. And it feels kind of uncomfortable sure. at first. You feel like nobody's going to believe me. Do but I believe me? It's it's There's a lot of confliction that's happening. But after the world has spent, you know, the better part of 40 years telling you no to everything, right. it kind of goes your intellectual immune system. Be like, sure I can. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's really hard to... But the thing is, with anything... If you don't believe it first, dude, no one's going to believe it. Right. And just like when we walked into that room and he's like, me robot, psh, I'm convinced. Right. right. I believe you believe that, man. <laughs> like there is nothing on the planet that you believe more than that in right. this very moment. <laughs> I mean, it comes to a point where it's kind of a saying that I dislike, but that fake it till you make it. There is a, a portion of that that works. Where you are convincing yourself and you are exploring what it would look like for you to really step out into your imagination and into your dreams and make them into goals. And and once you're past that part, now you're not faking it anymore. Now you are right. working on making it. And the steps that you need to take to hit all these little benchmarks to get to your ultimate goal. Let's let's amend that phrase because you know I hate that phrase too. I know. It's such a... Let's, let's change it to like something wordier. <laughs> like walk it out, tweak and refine. Yeah, there you go. So, because look, look at the show, right? Yeah. This is a great example. Mm-hmm. We, we just made it up. Right. Said, yep, we can do this. Sure. We, we know how to say words. Right. And... <laughs> And just this last week, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's talk about it. Because I'm, I'm like, over the moon. Yeah. This last week has been fucking huge. Yes. Like, I don't know another way to say it. Right. It's been huge. It really has The show, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I'm not complaining. Mm -hmm. Has taken (laughs) off. We've gotten feedback from people I've known 20 years talking about that episode was your best ever. Right. It was amazing. And it's... You go back to the first episodes and they're trash comparatively, <laughs> but it's because we were, we were figuring it out. We were walking right. out this thing that we said we are, that we yes. are going to do. We were walking it out and you improve and refine as you go. Right. Right. So Every, you know, everything that you do, when you look back on it a month later or two months later, six months later, whatever, you're going to find things that you're like, oh, I should have, I should have changed this or sure. I wish I would have done it this way. But that's really exciting because that means you're growing it means you're improving it means you have more things to say and talk about and but if you ever buy into that can't right that the world's trying to sell you that you're trying to tell yourself i mean this wouldn't be the new best episode everyone's ever heard (laughs) right you know what i mean (laughs) right like you're you're gonna look back and think that things could have been better right compared to where you are now they could have been exactly but had you never done the the thing in the first place, you wouldn't be this good. Right. Well, and it, it makes me think, too, with your first analogy of the the drainage ditch and the playground. And it's like everyone at the playground, all the parents are like, don't go up the slide. Don't do this backwards. Yes. Don't whatever. But you know what? Sometimes you have to get out there and go up the slide. Go up the slide backwards, dude. <laughs> like, go down head first and see what happens. Like, sometimes you just have to take the risk and use conventional things in an unconventional way to create something amazing. I mean, I can tell you from experience, like, misusing a playground is sometimes a lot of fun. Right. <laughs> right. Okay? It's like that bridge is yes. there to walk across. Right. But if you get your friends on either side of it and double bounce the shit out of each other, now we're having a party, right? <laughs> right. And don't get stuck in the middle. Oh, God, don't get stuck no. in the middle. You're in trouble. Right. Please don't fall Everyone's down. having fun <laughs> and getting a bruise. It's great. <laughs> but the other thing, and to, to your point, is even if it doesn't shake out 
the way you want it to, right? right. Let's use misusing the playground as an analogy because I think it works for this. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't shake out, maybe you thought, hey, we're going to bounce dude in the middle. He's going to go to the moon. It's going to be great. <laughs> right. Dream big, princess. <laughs> it didn't work out. Right. But he falls off, skins his knee, like, oh, not, not what we had in mind. Right. But it was memorable. Right. You still learned something. You still learned something. <laughs> you probably still had some fun in the process. And you remember that one time? Right. And maybe it's given you a new idea of, okay, next time, when, right. we, when we get this little sucker in the middle, he's going to the moon. <laughs> like, you don't think playgrounds don't have, like, sharp pieces of wood under them anymore, like when we were kids, because no one experimented a little bit? Right. Like, everything's all nerfed up, and there's, like, shredded tire. It's, like... Right. Safest place on the planet. You can go had, zipping off the... Right. We had sharp sticks and pointy gravel. Lead paint and rust. No big deal. Exactly. But even then, it was like, how can we do this different? Right. Even... And so, I don't know. It's, it's a frustrating thing, right? Yeah. Because you see so many people in your world, in my world, and just in general, who you know aren't happy. Right. And it's... Look, here's the thing. I want to just be really, really clear on this. <laughs> I am not suggesting, you know, right. we all start listening to Rage Against the Machine and burn everything down. No. Okay? That's not what I'm saying. No. But I am saying that the constructs of Western society yeah. are really good at making you a cog in a machine. Right. And we need it. We're yes. a capitalist nation. Absolutely. It makes sense. I got it. Absolutely. And some people, that is what they love. They... I love rules and parameters. Right. I love schedules. I love lists. Right. I'm a hyper planner, man. Yeah. yeah. But I also like to get, get a little crazy. Right. And and the thing is, when you, when you box yourself up so much into this world of constructs and cans and can'ts, the first thing to die, and what we're really talking about, is innovation. The first thing to go away is imagination and yeah. ideas and ways to make it better. Right. And, and your own personal innovation and imagination because you feel like it's not safe anywhere to put it out to someone. Even if you are a cog in the machine, hey, I had this great idea how we could make this better. Right. You're, you don't feel like it's a welcomed thing. Do, do you know why? <laughs> I know the answer to this. Do you? Yeah. There's some douchebag leader above you going, this is the way we've always this done it. <laughs> Shut up, Steve, you idiot. This is the way we've always done it. It's the dumbest thing ever. Right. If it was the way we've always done it, the Wright brothers wouldn't have flown a plane. Okay, right. dumbass? Right. We wouldn't have... There wouldn't be a wheel. We've never cooked right. meat. I mean, damn, dude. It, the right. way we've always done it. Right. You're a moron, Steve. Right. Podcasts wouldn't exist. Sure. <laughs> we, we'd all be trying to tune our AM radios still if we were lucky. <laughs> we'd still be listening to... For dial-up, okay? Right. It's the way we've always done it. Mm-hmm. You've got mail. <laughs> Things get better, okay? Innovate. Don't get stuck right. in the box. Right. And I think there's... I think there's nothing wrong with walking out a system that works, like with the playground. Go up the go up the stairs, go across the bridge, go down the slide, do it all again. But the problem sure. is, is when you when you get there and you have an idea, do something different. Don't just copy and paste and over and over and over. If you're not happy with the outcome, if you don't want to end up at the bottom of the slide, then stop going up the stairs and across the bridge. Right. <laughs> you know, and, you know find you, a new way. Couple points to bring out of what you just said that I thought of. Number one is like, yeah, sometimes there's a little comfort yes. in familiarity. Right. I know I go up the stairs, I go down the slide, wee, it's fun. <laughs> right, right. Um, but I want to bring the ditch back. Yeah. Because the ditch was the genesis of mm-hmm. it, right? There's something that just popped into my head. The, the ditch is unknown. Right. Right? Right. What's in there? It's 
very and so exciting. A lot of people get scary. to the ditch and they don't want to go in. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know what's in there. <laughs> right. It's dark. Could be frogs. Could Smells be rats. a little Who funny. <laughs> but I guess if I would encourage you to do anything, man, at least shimmy in there a little bit. Right. At least shine your phone's light in there and see. Right. Poke your head in. Look around. Don't regret not knowing. Right. What could have been on the other side. Right. Being too afraid to look and never checking especially in those moments where it's like you feel that tug like i just want to peek in oh but i can't just just peek in i cannot tell you how many times i've done a watch this thing right (laughs) i mean how many times in my life i've done something that Mm -hmm. you know face value if you were to say i'm about to do this like maybe you shouldn't do that right (laughs) and i would say the vast majority of the time maybe 85 Mm percent It's not only turned out really well, right? but it was a blast. Right, right. It ended up being really fun. <laughs> and you don't know until you shimmy through the tunnel a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> you don't know until you take that cardboard box and like hop in it and slide down the front hill. You <laughs> right, know, like exactly. how fast can this race car go? <laughs> right. Let's find out. If you put wax paper on the bottom, can it go faster? Right. <laughs> if we draw flames on the side, does that make yes, it faster? Every it does. time. <laughs> um so yeah i mean i guess it's probably gonna be a slightly shorter episode but that that topic popped up man and it just like you were talking about those little tugs like i was like that needs to get hit because so many people for whatever reason whether it's like the world telling them no whether it's this idea of you have to conform to succeed or whether it's fear of what's in the damn tunnel they stop from going after what they want because they buy into this nonsense that says you can't or it's scary or you shouldn't. (laughs) Right. And maybe it's all of those things, but you're never going to know if you don't just, just just go. Just try it. Just go. (laughs) And like the ditch is, I I love the example, man, Mm -hmm. because the ditch is dirty. It's dark. It's scary. (laughs) It's none of the shit you want to do on a Monday. Right. (laughs) But man, on the other side, who knows what's there? Could be Eldorado, brother. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. And we were all born with imagination. We're all growing up using our imagination. It, it is supposed to be a tool and something that is exciting and, and shareable. <laughs> and, right. and we are letting that get crushed. Crushed. And that's sad. Don't I mean, let your imagination get crushed. The, the, watch TV. People are making stuff up. Right. Ev- making stuff up. <laughs> You can dream a little, dude. It's right. fine. Exactly. You can use your imagination. Um, yeah. Anything to add to that? No. Nope. All right. We're going to wrap it up a little short. Think like a toddler, folks. Yes. At, you know what? Here's the deal. At least dedicate 10 minutes a day. Yeah. 10 minutes a day to thinking like a toddler. Right. Think of like stupid, what is possible, no rules, like unleash your brain and just go. Just right. imagine. When was the last time you ice skated in your kitchen floor in your socks? And for us, like... <laughs> Go do it. You know, <laughs> last week or so. Right. You probably... I do it all today. the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, we have a long hallway down yeah. the front of our house, and I slide down it in my socks. It's like risky business all every the time. morning. Yeah. Every morning. <laughs> um. <laughs> but that's that's part of it. Like... Do stuff that makes you happy, that just makes you smile, whether it's privately, whether it's sharing it. You know, I, we've talked about it before. I dance every morning on the internet right. because it's terrible. I know it's terrible, but it makes me really happy. Right. <laughs> and so I do it. 
and I share it because it frees up other people to be like, oh, well, if she can look that ridiculous, I can do this too. <laughs> and, you know, how many, but, you know, quickly, like, how many times was there a can't in that story? Oh, my gosh. I can't do that. I were can't do that. Afraid. I, you yes, were, you I know. was. I was like, I don't want to look stupid. I don't want Why people. not? I'd, right. I don't want any, I don't want the attention. I don't want, you know, all, whatever it might be. I, I was scared. Right. And finally, it was, you know, it's funny because now, you know, in Facebook or whatever, you'll get your, your memories from however long ago. And now some of my first dances from a couple of years ago, you know, will start popping up. And it's like, oh, gosh. that was... I've gotten so much better. <laughs> my editing has gotten That's better. That's right. <laughs> Process. I, have, right? I, have, I found better apps to use. <laughs> but, you know, it's just... It... If, if you could assure someone yes. on the other side of dirty ass ditch right. is something great that they'll love, right. they wouldn't hesitate. Right. They wouldn't have to imagine or dream or think it. Right. They would go. Right. Take that ownership on yourself. Yes. Yes. Because what you imagine on the other side of that ditch may be bigger than what was promised to you by the world that told you no. 100%. Okay. That's all I got. You yep. got anything else? Nope. All right. Hope you guys enjoy the show and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. All right, folks, there you have it. That's the show. I told you. I told you you'd love it. Feels like I just said that because I did because I record the intro and the outro around the same time. It's okay. Movie magic, but not movies. Podcast. Hey, so anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, hope you took something away from it. You know, like just use your imagination. I know it sounds really silly and trite and Sesame Street, but the reality is like so much of the world is conforming and not, you know, letting your brain run wild a little bit. And all the world's innovation came from someone sitting around going, I wonder. All right. So spend a little time doing that. And I promise you will have a little bit more fulfilled life and probably have a lot more fun. So hope you guys enjoyed it. And we will talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.